The Spiritual Freedom Show with Richard Lawrence, where politics is not the answer, materialism counts for nothing, and spirituality will set you free. I'm Richard Lawrence, and this is an Ethereus podcast. We're also syndicated on these radio networks on the first and third Saturdays of the month. Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, Transformation Talk Radio, WTRM, the Trim Radio Network, and Oneness Talk Radio. Well, welcome again to the Spiritual Freedom Show and of course it's New Year's Eve today and tomorrow we wish you a very, very happy New Year. Uh, Today we're going to be joined by a regular presenter, another person who lives the nine freedoms. None of us say we do it perfectly, but we're aiming to do that, not just talk about them, and that's Mark Bennett. I've known him for over 25 years. He's the co-author of two books with me, God's Guides and Guardian Angels and Prayer Energy. And today, he's going to be talking about an extract from a lecture on the first freedom, that's bravery, by Dr. George King. Bravery is victory through experience. Be brave, not foolish, but brave through wisdom, and know the first freedom. Again, I must repeat, to walk blindfold down the freeway is not the act of a brave man but the act of an idiot. That's not bravery. Bravery is something which comes from applied wisdom and knowledge. A wise man might see a lion or a bear and he might turn around and run away from it rather than try to fight it with his bare hands. He is not necessarily a coward, such a man, not at all. He might be a particularly wise man, because he would be unmatched against that lion or bear with his bare hands. So one has to be wise in this respect and take the first step on the ladder to freedom, which is bravery. What particularly interests me about this part of the nine freedoms is the exact phrasing that Mars Sector 6 chooses when he says, bravery is victory through experience. He does not say bravery leads to victory through experience. He says that bravery is victory through experience. In other words, if we are brave, we are victorious. The very act or the very state of mind of being brave is victory. So bravery is a spiritual state in and of itself. It is not just a necessary step in order to become spiritual. It is a spiritual thing, a thing of outstanding divine beauty in its own right. By being brave... Whatever our apparent successes or failures, we have already won in terms of mastering our own experience cycle. For example, if you devote your life to spreading spiritual truth and people laugh at you, 
and no one appears to take any notice of you, and people even try to threaten you to make you stop. It seems like you have failed, but you have not failed, because you have followed your destiny with bravery. You have done your duty. It is not your job to force people to believe what you are saying. It is only your job to put truth over in the best way that you possibly can. You have done this. You have not been afraid of failure or ridicule or the threats or anything else. Your bravery is your victory through your experience. And I think perhaps another facet of this is that if you follow your destiny, your true spiritual destiny, which may be very different from the destiny that you might want, if you follow your true destiny with bravery, you will succeed in what you are doing anyway, to some degree at least, even if it doesn't seem like it. For example, when you are spreading spiritual truth and the masses ignore you or laugh at you or something even worse, it may seem like no one is taking any notice, but maybe they are, even if just a bit. Somehow the memory of what you have said will remain in their subconscious forever. And perhaps even more important, the memory of witnessing your bravery, your faith, your knowledge of God, will also be in their subconscious forever. And it will affect them. It will be an example to them. Even if, at first, it makes them even worse if they fight against it. But this is a battle they cannot win, because there is an inevitability to truth, such that eventually it must win. It's just a question of when. Plus, of course, the karmic aspects of what you are doing, the magic of what you are doing, and the fact that you are putting these truths on the mind belt, maybe for others later to realise. You might say, yes, I get that. But what if the bravery is used for something bad? Well, I think when it is, in one way, it is a terrible thing, because it is the perversion of something inherently holy, a great holy power, like turning the cross upside down. In another way, the bad person doing the bad thing, for which I am offering no excuse, is at least showing themselves capable of bravery even in a perverse sense. And then, when they eventually, perhaps through the lives, see sense and turn to the light, they can use that experience, that character trait, for good, like turning the cross back the right way round. Whereas the coward has, as it were, metaphorically speaking, no cross at all to turn upside down or the right way round. And another point Dr. King made about this was that in actual fact, you can't really be brave and be bad. Because being bad is in itself an act of fear in one way or another. So I'd like to end with this point, with this very inspiring message for all of us, taken from a lecture he gave on the sixth freedom. You cannot have bravery without truth. Believe me. It's a part of it. Immediately you take to truth, you feel braver. You have nothing to fear as such. Thank you so much, Mark. 
as always, lots of food for thought there, Darren. What do you say? Yeah, definitely. And um, I think it really drives home the importance of demonstrating bravery in our lives and all aspects of our lives, in fact. And um, you know, I particularly resonate um, with this point that he talked about, about um, you know having the courage to follow our spiritual destiny and to realize that when we do, uh, we are succeeding, even if it doesn't necessarily look like it. I think that's an incredibly inspiring message, especially, you know, for us going into a new year here. Certainly. And, you know, it's very interesting that the master theorist himself revealed in his transmission from free will to freedom, you choose, that the dark forces uh, around Earth go out of their way to instill fear. They cause confusion mm. to bring about fear. They want fear to enter into the minds and the and, and, and the psychics, if you like, the whole psyche of humanity, uh, because that is going to make those people impotent, make humanity impotent, because through the very same mm. door that fear enters comes doubt. And I want to stress you, by doubt, we're not talking about inquiring logically or discriminating, but and at the energy of doubt, which you see all the time. You see people ruling things out, purely on an emotional basis, which they think is logical, but it isn't. It's just doubt. And at the root of that is fear. And so that has to be conquered. It's the, Those are the two things which stop us raising the Kundalini because they can manifest in so many different ways. Uh, a, a raising the Kundalini, I should say, up the back of the spine, through the spine, mm. up the back. Um, they are, that is prevented by this installation of fear and doubt into the psyche of humanity, deliberately instilled. Uh, of course, the dark forces themselves have their own fears. They are frightened of the light. Um, and that's very interesting, too. But so important, bravery, victory through experience, uh, absolutely key. It's, it's not by chance that it's the first freedom. Mm. I think it's interesting as well, you know, you talk about it being an emotional response rather than anything, you know, based on logic. And, mm. it, you know, when when people really question spirituality, but not in a kind of logical inquiring way, as we've discussed in the previous show, but in a kind of emotionally kind of, you know, reactive way, I kind of think to myself, are you really defending this kind of like way of life we've created that is war, war bound all the time yeah. where people are unhappy, depressed, empty, disillusioned, chasing materialism? Is that really what you think is better than what I'm talking about? Yeah. I just, you know, it's like, it's not logical at all. No. It only, as you say, must come down to fear and doubt. Absolutely. Yeah. People give each other what they think is a knowing look. Isn't that ridiculous? It's not a knowing look. Right. It's a look of fear. It's a look of doubt. It's a look of ignorance. If they are dismissing a truth just because of their doubt, not because they've investigated it and come to a logical mm. finding. Uh, and this this is one of the endemic problems on, on this planet. And uh, that's why bravery, of course, is victory through experience. Now, Darren, do you have a question for us this week? I think you do. Actually, today I'd like to um, I'd like to share a couple comments. I like sure. I'd like to bring these up every once in a while yeah. just to um, kind of get get a pulse on what you know where people are at and share a little bit about where people are on their journey. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're tuning in for the first time, you can find out more about the Nine Freedoms, Mars Sector Six, and Dr. George King by visiting our website ethereus.org. That's a e t h e r i u s dot org. And if you do have a comment like this that you'd like to share, do write to us. We'd love to share them on the show. That's spiritualfreedom at richardlawrence.co.uk. So I've got a couple here, Richard. I'll just pause up the first one in case you'd like to say anything. Mm. But first one goes as follows. Um, 
I am not so new to the spiritual teachings because as a matter of fact, I've practiced a bit here and there just out of curiosity. But now I'm in my mid-50s and I'm telling myself I need to start doing something to make myself, my loved ones, and the rest of the world feel and look better and healthier. I know also that it gives me great joy whenever, whenever I'm involved in philanthropy and selflessness. Thus, I decided to pray to God to direct me and I found you. So I decided to check it out after going through the first um, set of emails about spiritual healing. And I think this is what I need to start me in the way to fulfilling my desire to make the world better. Thank you for this privilege. Fantastic. And a prayer was answered. The person <clears throat> was directed. And more important, they've had the bravery to follow it. Because so many people, I think this is true of, of uh, academics very often. They focus. They You can't say they don't concentrate. But they block off their intuition because they doubt it mm. immediately. Here's a person who's done a prayer They've been guided. They followed it. They're going to act on it, which is spiritual healing, which is certainly one of the great places to start. It's not the only one. Prayer is another one. There are several places you can start, but certainly well done and well done for following the guidance you received. It's quite rare. Yeah. You've done well there. Yeah, great example. Great point. Mm. Uh, I really agree with that. So we've got another one here. It says someone, hi there, I'm fairly new to spirituality after spending many years um, always worrying about my career and material things that don't give me true happiness. I feel lost in this world. and I'm looking for a deeper meaning as to why I'm here. I don't necessarily believe in gods of all religions, but I'm open to new ideas and experiences to broaden my mind and gain a better understanding of who I truly am and why I'm here. Okay, I think the comment I'd make there is that, you know, we shouldn't be limited by our beliefs because belief is only a level. It's a useful level if, it, if, it's, a, if it's a link to truth. But, uh, you know, a lot of people think, well, I pick my beliefs and I like this one and I don't like that one, like the sort of cherry picking the beliefs they actually feel comfortable with or enjoy or find they can assimilate into their lives. And we need to go to the next level, which is a search for truth whether we like it or not. Uh, and so that's what I would just throw in to that very interesting comment we've received there, Darren. Yeah, I, I totally agree um, that that's sort of the attitude that we need to approach it if we really do care about truth and, and the difference that it can make in our life. And I like how he talked about, you know, that he is he's open to new ideas and experiences exactly. that will broaden his mind. Yeah, yeah. and that's I think, great. I think that's so much of what it's about. And as long as, you know, one really is open in the real sense and, uh, you know, some there's a lot of rubbish out there, too. So you have to discriminate, but you, you are willing to accept it when you find it, whether you like it or not. That's the hallmark. And uh, that's really the essence of what Dr. King always taught. Truth is whether we like it or not. And the greatest truth, of course, that we can practice in these days is the truth of service, which is the jewel in the rock of attainment. <laughs> Thank you.